Blog Talk Radio. Hello, this is Nick Augustine, and I'm your host on this episode of Law Talk Radio, produced by Lone Star Content Marketing in Denton, Texas. All right, this program is brought to you also in part by Members Choice Federal Credit Union, also here in Denton, Texas, on Unicorn Lake Boulevard. You may be eligible to join Members Choice if you live, work, worship, or attend school in Denton or Argyle. I join Members Choice because they are locally owned and operated and offer a level of personal service I just really appreciate. Um, Members Choice Federal Credit Union in Denton, Texas, I personally recommend them and am a member myself. I want to remind people to share the links to our episodes in their social media pages. When you see something you'd like to share, uh, remember that all of our podcast channels and programs are available on our website located at www.lonestarcontentmarketing.com. You can also find our shows on the Law Talk Radio Facebook page. All right, this is episode 19, and today we are talking all about law firm budgets and marketing. We're asking a general question of how does your law firm determine and review its annual marketing budget. See, too often people, and lawyers particularly, spend money based on what other people are doing in the industry and what we talk about on a golf course or outside of work. Uh, so there's kind of a, a general group thing going on. So we want to sort of take a look at identifying values in advertising, marketing, public relations, all the different options that are out there offered by vendors, and sort of boil it down to a systematic game plan as we approach marketing. Referrals, of course, are the topic of this series that we've been carrying on with Jim Thompson. And again, referrals are certainly the lifeblood of any business, especially for lawyers. So we're asking why is it then that lawyers are not getting the referrals they need to grow their practice? Over the last few weeks, and we will continue, to we have run out of topics, which might be never. <laughs> so stay with us. But we've been talking with Jim Thompson. Again, he's a retired lawyer, and he's the author of a book called Why Attorneys Fail to Get the Referrals They Deserve and Need to Grow Their Practice and What They Can Do About It. Jim and I are talking about several of these topics, and we appreciate everyone who's been listening. And uh, the show is Mondays at noon. Again, Jim Thompson's a retired lawyer. He's well-known for helping attorneys get on track to earning more clients through such simple, cost-effective activities. Myself, Nick Augustine, I am the principal of Lone Star Content Marketing here in Denton, Texas, where we help lawyers and small businesses share their stories about their practice areas by writing their blog content, managing social media, and producing Internet radio podcasts. As a quick disclaimer, this is a general information program, and the advice shared on this show does not constitute legal advice. Communication with attorneys on our program cannot give rise to attorney-client relationships, and if anyone has any specific questions, they should consult with an attorney in their area. All rights to this broadcast are reserved, and as we uh, get going, I want to remind people to um, think about getting a copy of Jim Thompson's book. Go ahead and jot down this email. It's J-E-T at lawyersmarketingresource.com. Again, J-E-T, like JET, at lawyersmarketingresource.com. All right. So as we move forward, um, 
you know, let's all be thinking today about value. I was just talking to Jim before the program, and I really like preaching the concept of value. And so many of us find our value in our hourly rates or what we can do for a client. Uh, when we look at, uh, let's say, someone with estate planning, what's the value of a good estate planning document? Well, it might be a flat fee. Similarly, we should all look at marketing, advertising, and public relations from the aspect of what is the value to us. And if something brings, if the, you know, I'm going to put out there that we're going to talk about general average trends and numbers today, but if putting out half of something gets a fourfold return, wouldn't that make sense? So we're, this is all very information we're talking about today. It's all very specific to everyone's different business. So do keep an open mind as we talk about some of these uh, you know, different uh, things today. Um, but really just try to focus on value. Jim, I can't talk about value enough. How are you doing today, Jim? Nick, I'm doing absolutely wonderful. I am um, thrilled to be here today and get ready to take a trip to Alaska in a couple of days. So I'm absolutely thrilled to be here and um, um, looking forward to, to sharing some, 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 I think, valuable information. And, you know, one of the interesting things, and, and you mentioned uh, a little bit about the, an annual review of, of your marketing plan or your marketing budget, and what I like to do is, is to, and it's coming right up, quite frankly, is to do it on a uh, every six months. Obviously, July 1st starts another half a year, and what I try to get my clients to do is think about what are we going to do um, marketing budget-wise starting January 1st. We're going to talk about uh, a lot more in that just a minute. And then what are we going to do? We're going to go back and take a look at the things that worked, the things that didn't work, and then what is my marketing budget going to do going forward for the next six months? Now, when I, when I talk about <laughs> marketing budget, you know, I want you to understand it's not just the dollars that we're talking about. We're talking about the, the, the time you're going to spend in, in doing marketing. And one of the things that when we're talking to a diverse group like this, we have some lawyers who have been in practice quite a while, and they've got money to spend on marketing. We've got some lawyers who are just basically hanging out a shingle, and they have very little money to spend on marketing but a lot of time. And then we have kind of the hybrid where, where somebody's been practicing for a while. They still don't have a lot of money to, to spend on marketing, but they also have a lot of time on their hands. So when we talk about a, excuse me, a marketing budget, we're really talking about where you are in the mix as far as your practice goes. So we're going to talk about some generalities today and what you should be looking at and what you should be doing. But again, a lot of this is, is where you are in the um, in, in, in in your practice, if you will, what you're what you're doing, and and one of the things that I think really really I want to stress right now, and it really, as far as I'm concerned, and we're going to talk about percentages and what you should be spending in that, and we're going to talk generally about that. But the one thing I really want to stress is. I'm not really as concerned about how much you spend. I am, but uh, I know that's paradoxical. But what I'm really concerned about is how you are going to spend it. 
what is your plan for spending it, and what are the results going to be? In other words, you need to be tracking what you're spending. How is it working for you? So um, getting into you know a, a little bit of um, what I, I see different people, and I've you know, study different thought processes about what people should be, be spending as far as their marketing. And, and one thing I want people to understand, and I just said it, and marketing should not really be considered an expense. Obviously, it is an expense on your your balance sheet, your budget, your marketing budget, but I really want you to think about it at, in terms of it being an investment because if you're not doing the marketing you are not going to have the clients that you need to grow your practice. And pretty soon, if you're not spending on marketing, but either in time, money, or both, you're going to be, you know, basically uh, unemployed. And that's very simple, especially if you're a solo author or a small firm. You need to make sure that you are uh, spending as much time as possible thinking, doing, planning your marketing effort. Anything you want to add on that, Nick? Yes, I do want to suggest to those when you talked about the original differentiation between people in larger firms, smaller firms, and that solo who's just getting out there and has more time than dollars to spend, it's good to, if you're that solo, do some of that marketing work yourself, learn as much of it as you can, and then plan for growth so that you can hand that off to a marketing agency who can help do a lot of what you do because by doing that work, you'll be better able to spot what attracts positive results from people. You'll be able to see and understand more of it other than doing sort of a monkey-see-monkey-do approach that we see too often in law firms where people say, well, I spend about, and this is such a common statement, and I don't think it's necessarily a false statement, but people will say, I spend X amount a month, because that's about what everybody else spends, and I spend it with a few different vendors in a few different places, so the overall gist of all of it uh, works, you know, and people will talk about, uh, uh, you know, internet marketing, and they'll, they'll ask clients, and this is something that Jim will probably harp on, but they'll say, hey, what did you hear about us, and they call another referral, or well, I found your law firm online. All right, well, what website? Was it, uh, you know, was it Dex? <laughs> was it our Facebook page? Was it our, you know, AVO profile? Was it our website? So a lot of times people don't really know if they're tracking those uh, things are good, but otherwise it can be really difficult when when the money when you know when the phone rings. So the, the you know the idea of people say, well, marketing must be working for me. Um, you know, I happen to see a Facebook message from a law firm here in Denton, and you know it asked me to rate the law firm. Well, I called them up and I said, hey, I just saw your folks ad. Um, good jobs. Want to let you know that I saw it. I'm right here in town. It must have been targeted. And they're happy to know that it's working. So when we say our marketing is working, we have really a hard time saying what that really means. Um, and again, when people say whether it's working or not, they'll sort of take, you know, take that back to the drawing board of trying to figure out how much to spend. Well, 
Law firms, I'll submit, are particularly interesting business models uh, because law firms usually zero out at the end of the year and the partners split up the profits and the bonuses and they start over at zero as, as opposed to firms who allocate money and have a budget that goes from year to year. Um, but just as a, if, to the extent people are taking notes today, for general purposes, uh, average six-figure revenues in a small law firm should certainly have revenues in six figures. Uh, most people say 5% of general revenue should be spent to maintain current awareness and visibility, where 10% of general revenue for marketing budget should be spent to gain market share. So there, we really see value in two different areas. The first is the value in maintaining your current awareness and visibility. People remember you're out there. Mm -hmm. um, versus the 10% and the value of additional marketing budget to attract more people, do different things. And so when we look at this, those two concepts, what do we do that we maintains our current awareness and visibility? And that's going to be a lot of general, general marketing. And then when we talk about this 10% to gain extra market share, now is when we're going into hosting events, doing webinars, doing those additional attention-getting things, to, and with calls to action, driving people into the website, driving them into the – basically fishing and getting them into the boat, so to speak. So, um, so those could be some different types of activities. So I think it's helpful for anyone who doesn't have a background in marketing or advertising to really think about two concepts, one being maintaining current awareness and visibility, and the other being spending money on marketing, advertising, public relations that gains the market share. So again, two types of concepts I just wanted to sort of leave there for everyone. Jim, what are yeah, your thoughts you know, on those? Yeah, you, you touched on a couple of things, and I'll try and go back and, and, and reiterate a couple of things. And, and you talked about if, if you're brand new or fairly new to, to the legal practice, um, you know, the do-it-yourself marketing. Uh, what do we mean by that? Well, and, and I guess if you really want to get um, technical about what marketing is, it's telling people what you do as often as you possibly can. So what do I mean by that? Well, you just started practice, right? You may not have a lot of money. You definitely want to spend some money on a website. Okay, that's, that's two things you really need to do in this day and time. <clears throat> Number one, spend money on nice business cards. When, when I'm talking about spending money, you can get some really nice business cards from $80 to $100. You've got to stop and think about this. This is marketing, folks. This is, in fact, this is probably the most important thing you can have in your arsenal because when you hand someone your business card, it is you. It talks about you, how great this business card looks is how great you are. If you hand somebody, and we've all seen them where somebody hands these uh, cheapo business cards, and some of them, I haven't seen many lately. I think some people are getting the, uh, the, the message out there, you know, where you can go to and print them yourself and peel them off. And, man, I'll tell you what, if that says anything about how cheap and how lousy an attorney you are, um, nobody's ever going to hire you. Get some really nice business cards. The second thing is get a website. And you can get websites 
and I'm not talking about you know the five thousand dollar websites that a lot of people are charging. Shop around for websites. You can probably get a, a good, decent website for. And I don't know what the going rate is in the area where you're at, but I would say look around and try to get a website for around a thousand dollars. Something you can always build on, but find somebody to look through a nice website for you for around a thousand dollars. Now I'm going to tell you one of my pet peeves. Okay, I get a business card from an attorney, and this happens, and I even get them from some folks that have been um, practicing for a while. Get a business card, and it's it's got their website on. It. You know, John Smith at lawpractice.com. Okay, so John Smith has a website. Well, does he? Well, I've gone, and this happened just this week. I went to a couple of websites with young attorneys, and there is no website. They may have reserved the um, domain, but they don't have a website there. Number one, what does that say about you? Number two, if you have a website on your business card, Please don't say John Smith at AOL, John Smith at Gmail, or John Smith at Yahoo. You've got a domain. You've got a website. You can connect your um, email address to your website. Very That's easily. professional. When I see somebody, I mean, you know, John Smith at AOL.com, I go, ooh, I'm certainly not going to talk to this attorney because he doesn't get it. And that's a reflection on you. Um, and if you're just starting out, you know, uh, a lot of this stuff you can learn yourself. You can go on. There's, there's tons and tons of information uh, on YouTube about lawyer marketing, the good, the bad, the ugly. Uh, there's all kinds of folks out there. Um, and if anybody, you know, is interested in, in finding out um, how, to, how to do better lawyer marketing, if you will, Send me an email. I'll be glad to send you to some of the folks that, that really get it. But I would also say not just the lawyers, uh, some of the lawyers uh, that are, are some of the people that are doing lawyer marketing, but some of the folks that um, do marketing for other companies, for other small businesses. And John Jance is a perfect example. Michael Port, um, you know, Book Yourself Solid, Endless Referrals by Bob Berg. These are books that you should study and learn. And, of course, the other book that I always, I always push is, is Michael Gerber, uh, The E-Myth Return. These are books that should be your Bibles. You should be studying these. These are going to help you in the direction of what you want to go. The other thing I would be, be very cautious of is don't buy into the latest and greatest fad. You know, mm-hmm. there's, a ton of, there, there's a ton of salespeople out there who will be glad to sell you just about anything you want to buy and they will tell you I can get you on the first page I can do this for you I can do this for you this is what you need to do marketing wise um, if somebody comes to you like that and I'm not going to say everyone's bad but check them out make sure you know who you're dealing with make sure you know the company you're dealing with make sure you know what it is going to cost you make sure that if and then don't believe what they tell you as far as their statistics. And again, there's some good companies out there and there's some bad companies out there. I'm not trying to say, you know, don't disbelieve everybody. But make sure you do your due diligence and check them out. Your lawyers out there, if, I was your, if you were your own client, you do the due diligence for your client. Do the due diligence for yourself. Um, and, and then after you, after you get to that point, 
um, where you think about what you're going to do, uh, and, and you come up with a book. Say, say, I'm just going to be very basic. Say you can spend $300 a month, and I don't know what percentage that would be. Maybe you can spend 1000 But I'm just going to say, say you can spend $300 a month on marketing. You're just a brand new guy. You got right out there. Uh, you can put $300 on your credit card. What I would do would take a look and see what $300 is going to buy me. I would check with some folks. Okay, what can this $300 buy me? Um, can it buy me membership in a uh, maybe a B&I group? Uh, if you spread it out over a month, can it buy me membership in uh, a bar association? Can it buy me membership in whatever? But take a look and see what it's going to buy you. Make sure you plan. Make sure you say, I've got 300 bucks. Now, how am I going to spend it? I'm going to plan. I'm going to spend 50 bucks here. I'm going to spend 100 hours here. Um, I'm going to take three people to lunch. That's probably going to cost me 75 hours for that month. Whatever you're going to do, plan, plan, plan. I cannot stress that enough. Because if you say you've got 300 bucks a month to spend, and you're not planning where you're going to spend it, you're either going to not spend that, or you're going to spend way over it. And you're not probably going to get a return on your investment because you haven't thought about what you're going to do. So if I can impart anything, make sure you plan. And, and I'm going mm-hmm. to go back just, just, just one couple things. Um, we talk about, and you mentioned do a yearly plan, and you need to do that. Uh, do a six-month plan, you need to do that. I would even suggest that you do a monthly plan. Take July and take a dollar figure, say again, $300 or whatever it happens. Maybe it's $1,000, whatever you can feel comfortable doing, and find out how you're going to spend that in the month of July. And then at in the end of July, take a look back and see how that money benefited you. What was your return on investment? What things worked for you? What areas didn't work for you? Of course, that leads me into the next topic. You need to track, 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 track. Um, you, you're doing a, a blog or you're doing some other type of um, advertising. When somebody calls your office, make sure you ask them, how did they hear about you? Because, and I run into this all the time, too, people who advertise big bucks in the yellow page. So I ask them, how much business are they getting? They don't have a clue. All they know is everybody else is putting big ads in the yellow pages and they need to do it to stay ahead of the game and blah, 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 blah. And the bottom line is they're not tracking it. So you need to track and know where it's coming from. The next month, if you find that one area is really more beneficial than another area, hey, spend a little more money in that area. It only makes sense. Mm-hmm. If you find that, you know, I'm spending $100 a month to belong to this association, uh, this group or whatever, and it's not getting me anything. And as a matter of fact, I just I just cut out two groups that I belong to um, because I went back and I took a look and said, mm-hmm. you know, these are fun. These are social organizations. I like the people. But you know what? I'm not only wasting my money, but I'm wasting my time going to their events. They're fun. They're social. And if I want to be sociable and go out and have fun, that's one thing. If I want to use these groups to, to build my business, then I have to back and say, was it worth it? If it's not worth it, um, I'm not going to spend my time and I'm not going to spend my money. You know, those guys that have been out there for a while um, and and doing this, now you new guys, you know, start out. Ask around. You know, here's the other thing. 
lawyers will help you. And take a look around. And, and you see, you're, say you're starting out in a, in a, in a domestic relationship as a divorce lawyer. You want to be a divorce lawyer. Um, take a look and see what other divorce lawyers in your area are doing. Now, there's going to be some out there that are big, big money divorce firms, and they're spending lots of money on advertising. And there's going to be some others that are middle of the road. And there's going to be some others that are, you know, maybe just, just got their firm off, or their, their law firm going. But take a look and see what they're doing. Now, having said all that, the, 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 the money time element. If you're a new lawyer, okay, I, 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 if you're a new lawyer, I, I don't get this. When I, I talk to some of the young lawyers that, that I know here, and, and I'll say, here's a, here's a meeting you need to come to. This is where you're going to meet other lawyers, and we're putting this out for you so that you can go to practice and meet other lawyers to, to maybe either get referrals or maybe be mentored or maybe be, uh, you know, most find out where you can come in contact with someone that you might want to talk to about referring a case. Okay, so we hold these meetings, and, um, you know, last month we had a, a meeting, and there were 10, we usually get anywhere between 15 and 30 attorneys showing up. And last month there was 10 attorneys. And um, so I started calling some of these young guys that I know and why they weren't there. Oh, you know, I, I just didn't have the time. This is an after-hours thing. I, 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 and I go, you didn't have the time. Now, what were you so busy doing that you didn't have the time? I really got on a couple, couple of these guys when they tell me this. So I didn't have the time. You know what? We're making this available to you. There's their bar associations. There's all kinds of things going on. Make sure you make some time to get out there and get yourself known. Because if you don't, you know, you're going to sit there and that phone is not going to ring. And pretty soon you're going to be back to doing document review or waiting tables. Simple as that. Uh, and I, 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 I got to the point where some of these young lawyers that I'm working with, I've had to be just as long as I could. I said, you know, you just opened your law practice six months ago. How are you doing? Well, it's been rough. Well, why has it been rough? Well, I don't have any clients. Well, what are you doing to get clients? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 I, have I have a suggestion. Here's, here, Jim, it's so important to spend time and resources in the community in which you live. So resources not only being dollars, but time and effort. By getting known in the community through different people and being an active member, telling people what you do, uh, people know. And you don't have to live in a small town to do this. I mean, you can do this in a neighborhood in a city, in a suburb, in a larger area. But, um, you know, it's a church event. It's a chamber event. It's, and some of this donating, sponsor money. Money sponsor. Let's say you only have, you know, extra money and you don't know who to spend it with. And um, sponsor an event. You can usually find a sponsorship for, you know, um, a few hundred dollars. Some people have a sweet spot for that. But if you're sponsoring money and putting money back into the community, people see that because, you know, having the, I mean, that's, you know, we can spend all our money with the big legal vendors who promise the phone's going to ring. But I keep hearing a lot, unless you have big money to spend with most of those bigger vendors, you're not going to get, I've heard a lot of people say, well, I think it was kind of a waste. Now, if you had been donating money and sponsoring local events in the community, way better because you can see and touch and tell me the names of who it's reaching. You know, Nick, you just brought something to mind. And, and, and right now, and I don't know how it is in Texas and in some of the other areas, but there's a zillion golf tournaments around. 
and uh, there's there's you look around and there's wounded. We got one down here, wounded Patriots Fund. We've got this, we've got that. I mean, there, there are all these kind of charity golf tournaments. Um, as, as many folks know, I like to play golf, but I never play golf in a golf tournament. Never. I will go and I'll work at a golf tournament because I want to meet the people that are playing the golf tournament. The other thing is, you know, sponsor. You can get a spot. Depending on the golf tournament, of course, you can get you can sponsor a hole, or you can sponsor uh, something for a hundred bucks, two hundred bucks. That gets your name out there. Hey, if, if 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 it's like you're sponsoring a hole, and they'll let you stand at that hole and meet people. I'm not talking about being salesy. I'm just, uh, you know, as they come through, yes, I'm Jim Thompson, I'm a lawyer, blah, blah, blah. And um, guess what? You're going to meet more people. There's a great opportunity. You've invested. Probably get your name in the program or whatever. Uh, as, as a new lawyer, you're going to meet some new people. And then once you need to meet those new people, of course, then you get into, you got to follow up. And that's a whole other, other program mm-hmm. and things that we've talked about. But the bottom line is, Make sure that whatever resources you have, you use them effectively. I just want to—I share this. This is really interesting. I—I I came across this the other day, and somebody was talking about a new attorney. Uh, this is a national thing. Will spend five hundred to a thousand hours per year uh, trying to build a practice. So you break that down, and it comes out to be roughly about forty hours a month, okay, or ten hours a week. Okay, so. If, if you're billing at $200 an hour, okay, and you're spending 10 hours a week, what's that come out to be? Okay, I'm terrible at math. Okay, $2,000. Guess what? That's time and effort. That's like spending $2,000. Then plan what you're going to do. Just don't go out willy-nilly and I'm going to this lunch and I'm going to that. Make a concerted plan at the beginning of the month. I can look at the calendar and I can see... There's three events I want to make sure I can go to. There's this I want to go mm-hmm. to. There's this I'm going to go to. Plan it. You know, um, treat it like a big have. business. It's never going ah. to be unless you treat it like that. Exactly. And, and unfortunately, and we know this very true. It's very true. In law school, you never learn that you're supposed to run a business. Um, you know, the old law school model was you go out to a law firm and you work for a few years, you either make partner or you don't, or you get bounced out and then you're out on your own. But at least you work for a law firm. Well, 90% of the people I've talked to have worked for law firms for five or six years still haven't learned how to run a law firm once they leave. No, especially, I mean, you know, especially yeah. if they were in a place where they were an upper-level associate or a partner that wasn't within their wheelhouse, how to get clients. They might have even been you know, discouraged from bringing in clients because they don't know wealthy enough clients at some of these firms. But, um, it's, you know, we're out of time for today. But I hope that people can take the takeaway is really plan, think of a budget, estimate 5% or 10% of your gross revenue every year. And if you really start trying to do that and really start committing to, you know, giving it away, like let's say you have, and I'll just leave this, if 5% of your, your, your uh, budget is X, let's say out of that X, you actually have, you know, some cash and some time. Donate some time. You can, you know, flip burgers at the local football game and get your, you know, try to get your name somewhere. Just try to do something. Be out there. Be in the community. And, again, whether it's donuts or dollars or trading, make sure to get this stuff done. Get a budget in there. Jim, uh, contact information for you if they want the book because we're out of time. 
is uh, J-E-T, uh, Jet, at lawyersmarketingresource.com. All right. And I'll be and glad Jim to send you a copy be, of the book. Mm-hmm. He'll be in Alaska. So this will be interesting. We're going to uh, be very uh, all over the place. Um, but, you know, we hope to uh, be here um, Mondays at noon for the next two weeks while Jim's traveling. We look forward to hearing some travel tips along during those shows. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm going to learn how to network with polar bears. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right, all right. Well, look forward to it. And everyone out there, please do have a good week. Spend some time on your marketing. Spend some time listening to our shows. And don't forget to share our shows in Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn news feeds as they're available because that's how everyone finds us. I thank you all for your time this morning. Uh, thank you also to our sponsor, Members Choice Federal Credit Union here in Denton, Texas, where they know you by your first name. Everyone have a good week. Bye-bye now.